now these days even when Jules comes to kiss me, Noah's like, ew, yuck, don't do that, Dad. I'm like, we can't even freaking have a peck on the lips when I walk through the door without our toddlers screaming at us. Like, like oh, give us a break okay. here, child. Like, you know, it's so hard. Hello and welcome to the Parenthood Pod, where our lives and stories aren't perfect, but very real. I'm your host, Leonia Kidanor, and every week I will bring you conversations that aim to smash the stigma on struggles we face as parents. Let's begin. Welcome to the show. Liv, we are back for our Real Talk segment. How are you? Hey, everyone. Boy, do we have some news for you. (laughs) You go first. What's been happening? (laughs) Uh, Well, I mean, plenty of stuff. Let's start with me, but we should talk about the party first. Your birthday. True. So for those listening, I'm now officially in my late 30s. <laughs> Just clocked over to 36. So we're at the dear age of 36. So. I love being 36. Do you know what? Yeah. I reckon I've dreamt about being 36 my whole life. I don't know why. Maybe it's my love of even numbers. That's another thing about me. I hate odd numbers. I'm really? dreading 37. I feel like 37 is just going to be so shit. I'll be like, fast forward to 40. Like, I feel like I'm ready for 40. I don't know. I'm weird like that. Oh anyway, how is it just nice to have everyone in the same room? And yeah. you are the best at celebrating birthdays. Oh. And it actually, yes, it's about you, but it's not actually about you because it's about all the you know connecting people that you meet and bringing everyone together. And Absolutely. I love that about you. Yeah, yeah. Every year, I've um, I still haven't grown out of that whole. Oh, it's my birthday. Let's have a party vibes. And it really is, as you said, an excuse to get every single person that means you know the world to me in a room. And let's all just have a shitload of wine and have some good conversations. You know, all in the babysitters. <laughs> I often have babysitters booked in months in advance for your birthdays. <laughs> this year we didn't get the hotel room only because that kind of ended up so badly last time. I feel <laughs> like I was just like, oh, I've got the hotel room so I don't have to go home to my children so I'm going to go extra large. This time we can't do that. <laughs> Put it, that wasn't, yeah, wasn't an option this time around. A good a good idea in theory maybe but probably good to uh, to get home. But, hey, to be fair, um, how good the daytime drinking, the best, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah perfect. In bed, you know. Mine was a lunch, at, um, not a lunch, it was a few drinks after lunch at a wine bar in South yeah. Yorka, tucked in bed by 8 o'clock. Thank you very much. Happy Thank days. In bed, happy days, all about it. Glass of Barocca, some Panadol and to bed. <laughs> Ready to go. So, yes, I am excited about this new, you know, the new chapter. And it's interesting because I think for, look, for, um, I have always been one of the last, you know, the youngest of the year level. And um, because of the way, way my, where my birthday lands, I was always quite mm. um, young. And then now even at school with some of the school mums, they're all sort of, I'd say most of them are sort of early 40s. And it was funny, actually, um, one of us was teeing up a bir- um, birthday lunch for one of the other parents. And, um, and there was like this joke in the WhatsApp group. It's like, oh, well, how old are you turning, Richard? Uh, you know, and he's like, oh, the ripe old age of, you know, the middle, mid-30s, like, oh, you know, like still looking, you know, like a 35-year-old. And they're like, oh, yes, I remember those days. I remember those good and old days. Like, um, they're like quietly, you know, not responding. They're like, yep, uh, 36 over here. So <laughs> not too far off, you know, that age that you're having. Dominating the late 30s, you are. Love it. All about it. It's a good age. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. 
It's a good time. Oh, absolutely. I'm already counting down. I'm like even ready for my like my 40th birthday. Yeah, yeah. Bring New it York. on. I'm going to New York. Three oh, years of planning. We're it's starting gonna, now. It's going to be overseas. Let me tell you. <laughs> but um, but what about you? What's been what's been happening outside? Oh, of I just think your last pod if I came on, I was like, I've got all my plates spinning. Like life's good. The kids haven't been sick. Well, I should have known. I did not touch wood hard enough. We've had bout of gastro. Oh. I don't know. Like you know those weeks where you just lose control. I lost yeah. control. Like work. I'm in silly season at work. It's just so chaotic. I had a massive presentation and felt like I'd already, like, won the day by just getting the kids out the door, right? Like, you know, when you just you get into the office and you're like, someone just say well done for, like, being here because yeah. it was so hard to get here. Yeah. But in, this week in the chaos of just trying to leave the house, I forgot my glasses. I cannot see anything like the computer oh. screen. Uh, without my glasses. I had a huge presentation, probably one of the most important ones of my career to our oh. executive, and I had to do it with my sunglasses on. <laughs> so I just had to start with, like, I'm sorry, mum life, I have to wear sunglasses. I would not be able to see my slides or my notes if I don't wear them. And I could just see it was such an intimate group of people with these smug faces on the whole time just <laughs> giggling at me like Liv, you are a hot mess so but I embraced it and I just tried to laugh and show some vulnerability in yeah. how chaotic parent life is oh. sometimes wow. thankfully a lot of our executive are also parents so they got it and they were oh. like well done you <laughs> even at real could they, could they like think straight I would be so put on <laughs> They were like they were. I don't think they actually listened to a yeah. word that I said because they were just laughing, like or ribbing me the whole time. So the good news is the presentation went well. I just looked like an absolute smart doing it. Like a, you know, oh, but anyway, we're just you know, it's just a nice little reminder about this journey called parenthood of the highs and the lows and the glorious mess of it all. Absolutely. And I'm still being kind to myself. At least I'm still laughing. You know, yeah. those periods where you're just like, if I don't laugh, yes, then yeah, who I'm knows right. what's around the corner. <laughs> so we're staying strong. Yes. what, yeah, a few listeners might appreciate that story oh. because I was mortified. That is absolutely oh. hilarious. And that's the thing, like, if you, you got to shrug it off and go, okay, another day in the life. This is what we're doing. We're doing the best we can on the daily and that's if it looks like sunnies today, then it's sunnies today. <laughs> Just going back to getting kids out of the house. Yeah. If any listeners have any really good tips oh. about how you can effectively do that without yeah. losing your mind before yeah. seven thirty in the morning, please let me know. Yeah. I'm also I'm almost contemplating putting the kids to sleep in their clothes for the next day. I think <laughs> I'm at that point. Like I am just like getting these kids into clothes kills me. Yes. Yes. Um, We're just going through that defiant stage, both of them at the same time. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? 100%. And I think I mentioned this a few episodes ago around the fact that um, I mentioned this to the teacher around how difficult it is to get um, our kids out the door. And she was sort of mentioning the visualisation and having like a couple of cards of like, we do oh, this, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. do this, and it they is. kind of, yes. uh, you know, they okay. can see the images. Of right. the you might have to put a link to these 
Yes. Cards. I'm in. Yeah. I'm willing. I'll give anything oh, a go. I'm right. not sure about your cards, but at this oh, point, I'll give your cards a go. <laughs> it's so difficult. One thing we're struggling with at the moment is a little bit of a back chat from uh, Noah. So he loves uh-huh. a bit of, you know, you're telling him off and he's like, well, you know, you're not really going to What are you going to do about it? Yeah, like, you know, you just shush then. You just, and I'm like, oh, my God, child. And the thing is, like, the more we draw attention to it, the worse he gets. He's like, no, no, I'm never, no, I'm not going to do that. No, no. And that's all very, you know, like. Oh, he's his mother's son. Oh, that's what Jules turns to me and he's like, this is what you created, mate. (laughs) (laughs) They're all your genes, not mine. (laughs) But, um, yeah, it's it's tough, right? There's always, you know, the new challenge. But um, speaking of challenges, so this Mm. is um, that last episode of the season that has nothing to do with challenges, actually. But today we are what talking about this? Season five. Five. Congrats. So, well done. <laughs> yes. Thank so you for listening, over, people. Yes, thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, and so, yeah, so today we're talking about challenges from a relationship perspective. So as you know, Liv, a lot of the guests that um, I have on the pod uh, often will be couples or dads or, you know, um, mums individually, and they'll be calling in about something that's keeping them up at night. And um, so there's been, and it's funny, this entire season's probably been the the biggest Mm -hmm. focus on relationships only because a a lot of the call-ins have been Mm -hmm. relationship oriented. I mean, we've had episodes about like sexless marriages and surviving affairs and even just down to like nitty gritty around point scoring and mental load and things like that. So um, because of that and because of all the conversations I've had around relationships, I actually went off and um, I've now completed my coaching course. Uh, I've never, I haven't even told you this yet. Yeah. No, this is news to me. Yeah, because I just was like, I'd love to be able to have real, even more, um, you know, fruitful conversations with those coming on. It's not, mm. I don't necessarily, I mean, I don't see myself being a coach, you know, anytime mm. soon, but I thought it would be just a really cool skill set to have. For, oh, for I might benefit from this. I look yeah. forward to, is this my first coaching session? Is that what yeah. you're about to tell me? <laughs> Great. Thanks for the heads up. And I'm specifically focusing in on relationship coaching because I just think it's absolutely fascinating hearing couples and what they're, you know, and the struggles that they're going through. Mm. And it normalises it for us. And what I've realised is over 80 episodes, there's common trends across every relationship around Mm. what they're sort of, you know, having difficulties with. And I think the more we speak about it, the more we normalise it, and also the more solutions we can come up with in supporting each Mm. other through all of this. So um, so Mm. that was like a soft intro to today where we asked our audience um, to ask us some questions around relationships. And um, so I know, Liv, you love these ones, these Q&A. Oh, oh. <laughs> I love these ones. When I said to Mark before, guess what the theme of today is relationships, he said, don't you even. So, well, Mark, turn off now. Yeah. I said nothing about you, darling. Yeah, right. <laughs> So, all right, so I'm going to go first. So one of the callers, um, so the listeners called in um, with a question around what we, um, Jules and I, or our husbands, and um, Mm -hmm. we often fight about. So I can give you one that's um, the more, this only happened about a week ago. I have the biggest bugbear around my, the calendar. We have a calendar for a reason, right? And like, so for us, we've got like the Apple calendar and, you know, the green one is the family one and you pop the date, you pop your events in and everyone knows so that there's no clashes. And as you know, Liv, we were actually meant to report (laughs) this in like two weeks time, but Mm -hmm. um, there was a clash on the calendar. Uh, So what happened was I thought 
we were like I put in that we were away at the beach house that particular weekend and I was obviously recording yeah. with yourself and I had other things yeah. put in and then all of a sudden out of nowhere the other day it's oh, you know Jules turns to me and goes oh so you know that Saturday obviously it's my brother's birthday and we're going to Geelong so um so yeah that all good we'll just organize that and I was like hold on what what date was that I was like I don't believe we have that in the calendar <laughs> and he's like yeah I told you about it I'm like is it in the calendar uh, okay no, I told one ear and out the other must be in the calendar it has to be in the calendar and so then it was this whole thing I told you about it well it's not in the calendar now I have to reschedule the calendar now it's you know and it's so like trivial and honestly like so hilarious we're looking back at it now but it is amazing that like that life organization admin piece I just yeah. have such zero tolerance for it not you know going to play it's probably because you are so time poor like every yes. single minute of your day is really accounted for yeah. really <laughs> so anything that kind of disrupts that too because of the way like you need control over that for yeah. all the things that you are doing to happen at the time that they need to. So yeah. for something to come in, I mean, we're the same. Like, we, you know, the same thing happened in our household this morning, right? Oh. Like talking about, you know, working from home and who's in the office. We try, we've got a little calendar that sits behind me actually, so similar thing. And the same thing, you know, I said, well, next Friday I'm doing this, I'm in the city I said, well, I'm in the city. And I said, I asked you two days ago uh, where, the, where you will be and you said you don't have any other day, any other Fridays in the city at the moment and now two days later you're telling me yes. that you have a day in the city. Like yes. what? So, yeah, it's the littlest things because, yeah, we are planned almost to the minute and the day and it is a logistical nightmare trying to pull all of this off. So I'm with you. I, I don't think that's silly. It's yeah. totally <laughs> Um, so now we know to look at the calendar always. Like, do you guys have a calendar? I mean, I know you've got your handwritten one. I think you're the last person <laughs> on earth to have a handwritten calendar. <laughs> I will be still rocking my hard copy diary, which all all of you, all of my friends will be laughing about right now because it infuriates if we're out and they're like, can we do, wait, let's schedule the next one. I'm like, oh, no, my diary's at home. Like, I yeah. have to wait. I have to go home and check. I double book myself all the time. I've tried you do. the online calendar. Yeah. It just doesn't work for me. Okay. No, we've just got a monthly, like a really big month calendar that's sitting behind me at the moment that's yeah. predominantly just social stuff. So yeah. what are we doing each weekend, days in the city, just key stuff that disrupts the flow yes. of family. Yes, yeah. Great thing to do if you don't have one for sure. Yeah. Whether it is your little write-down hard copy version like me or your yeah. online diary. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how else. Yeah, you, you. How else do you keep? How do how do others keep track? Like, I think, yeah, that is absolutely critical. And I think you're right. I mean, when you've got a lot of balls in the air, like all of us do, you know, we're juggling the kids. Sometimes, mm. you know, for those who are working, they're juggling work. For those who aren't working, they're juggling mm. everything else that goes with being a stay-at-home parent. Mm. Like, it's mm. and you're right. My personality, your personality, a bit more type A need to keep things in order when things are not mm. in order shit hits the fan like from mm. a mental perspective for me yeah. <laughs> we're not very good with going with the flow like no, I need no. to know well in advance what is happening like don't surprise me like I'm not into yeah. that like <laughs> just I need to know yeah how it's gonna go totally things will happen but yeah for the most part if we can play most of it that's good Oh, 100%. And it's interesting, like when I think back to a lot of the conversations I've had with couples around their biggest challenges, a lot of it, like 
And this was something that was probably more prevalent for me, even like six months ago, um, was the point scoring thing. I'm doing more, mm. I'm this, I'm that. And mm. I think we both saw that. I mean, I'm probably speaking mm. before you live, curious as to what you think. But when you've got really young kids and you're just trying to navigate like, yeah. you know, this new world that you've been thrown yeah. into as a parent, that was really prevalent. But now it's more about let's just keep shit organised. Like, you yeah. know. Yeah. Was that the same with you with the point scoring or did you guys ever? Oh, completely. Like thinking, just thinking about that question about what do we mainly fight about. It hasn't necessarily, yeah, we've probably moved away from the point scoring. I'm about to contradict that. It's like if the mental load or the swing of responsibility is falling more to one parent, yeah. which the last little bit has been falling more to Mark. Yeah. So... He, we don't necessarily fight about it, but it's like an increasing level of tension that kind of comes into our world that's not helped by my mum guilt already feeling bad. And if he makes the smallest comment that was not intentional in any way, I will just snap and, you know, make some sort of excuse and say, well, fine, I'll quit my job then or whatever yeah, it might yeah, be. Yeah. So it's... Yeah, that's kind of how it plays out in our relationship. But as I've spoken about on the pod before, you know, like the calendar and just checking in with each other and creating time and space to be able to chat as much as we can through it as to, yeah, I need to check myself in that moment because this is why I reacted in the way that I did has kind of helped us through that a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. It's um that actually almost goes into the second question, which is um around what have you actually noticed with your friends' relationships around their biggest challenges? Uh, and you know, I was actually sitting with a girlfriend of mine more recently having a coffee. She's got quite a big job. She's um you know very um much yeah very demanding job. She also has an au pair uh, and st- but then. And then her husband also has a very, very demanding job. And she said, what we're really struggling with at the moment is that we feel like we're losing each other in just the daily chaos that is our lives. But, um, you know, and I, I noticed that a lot of with friends, it's just that whole, you know, piece around we're just trying to keep this family afloat in the very best way possible. And hey, yeah, us as a couple is kind of secondary right yeah. now. You know, I see a lot of that with friendships. Do you see that oh, too? So do I. Exactly yeah. the same. And I think that's a fear. I think it's a reality, you know, as we become parents. I think it's right to say for most relationships that we put our kids first. Mm-hmm. Everything that we're doing, we're working as hard as we are. We, you know, for our kids, right? They are our priority and it just means that ourselves and we've spoken about self-care and then our relationship often takes a backseat. And that's really hard, Mm. yeah, to manage and find solutions for. Mm. You know, I certainly reflect on and have spoken with girlfriends that you often can catch yourself in that free fall. You know that things, you're not as connected as what you have been it takes a lot of time and investment. Like you, you have to catch it at that point. If you don't do something about it in the minute that you don't feel as connected with your partner, it'll only get worse. You have to find the time and space and talk about it and you know, go on a date or go away for a weekend away or put some time into just sitting on the couch together rather than you know, I can catch myself sitting in my office at nine o'clock, ten o'clock at night, and probably have only, haven't even spoken to Mark. And you know, I go, 
what am I doing? Like, yeah. you know, you've got to find the time to put back into your relationship and that's certainly something that, yeah, oh, my God, all of us talk about. I, oh. I don't think it's a problem. <laughs> I don't think anyone's immune from that oh. at any point, no matter who you are or what you do or yeah. whether you're a stay-at-home mom or yeah. what, yeah, I think everyone, yeah, and the work that you've got to do and put into your relationship is really important because it's not easy. Like, that's the other thing. Like, divorce rates are through the roof. Something It's closer to 50% someone yeah. was telling me the other day. Like, that's madness. That's yeah. terrifying and super scary to me. Mm. I just feel, yeah, I just like to kind of settle back into relationships are not easy. You have to work at them. You oh. have to invest. And, yeah, there's a lot of generational change of when things get too hard, you just put your hands up and go, well, this doesn't feel right anymore, I quit. So I think there's a good discussion around that at some point. That's just my personal view. Oh, do you know what, 100%. And it's difficult with kids. I mean, at the moment, back in the day, we would pop the kids when they're a bit younger in bed, um, you know, by 7.30, and then Jules and I would stay up and watch an hour of maths or something just to kind of like sit together, have a whiskey before I went to bed. And I went, I got to bed quite early, like 8.30, I like to be in bed, nine o'clock I'm asleep. And um, that half an hour, I try to read a book, right? Or like yeah. try to not scroll Instagram for too long. Um, so, but, you know, and now as the kids are older, I mean, you know, two and a half and four, um, you know, they're not going to bed till 8, 8 8.30. And I'm there going, wow, my time is so squeezed because I'm up at five yeah, in the morning, um, you know, and now I, I found, and then often, because I just put them in bed, then if Noah hears that, we're up and the TV's on. What are you watching? What are you doing? And we just weren't being able to settle into an evening yeah. together downstairs. So what I do now, and the routine is we finish dinner, I wash up, Jules does the books with the kids. Um, we both put each kid to bed and then I go straight into bed. By then it's like 8.30. I'm in yeah. bed, reading my books. Jules yeah. is like, night, kiss on, you know, peck and, and off he goes yeah. downstairs and he's gone off to do work and I'm upstairs reading my book and then we go to bed. So that's it. Yeah. And like yeah. during dinner, it's like chaos because this person's, yeah. you know, screaming. Someone yelling at someone, kids, like, toys you, are all over the floor. Exactly. Like <laughs> now these days, even when Jules comes to kiss me, Noah's like, ew, yuck, don't do that, Dad. I'm like, we can't even freaking have a peck on the lips when I walk through the door without our toddlers screaming at us. Like, <gasps> like oh, give us a break cute. here, child. Like, you know, oh. it's so hard. And so to yeah. your point, if you don't actively, and so, yeah, during the week, sometimes we barely speak to each other other than yeah. over text. It's like, hey, are you doing this pickup? Yeah, yeah, for dinner I'll pick up that. It's all just logistics. Like, yeah. It's not, yeah. not yeah. like, oh, honey, I love you. Like, you yeah. know, we don't have time for that shit. But the thing yeah. that really supports us and what I told I told my friend and a few, you know, other people through discussions is we put things in the diary to enable ourselves mm. to look forward to something. So, you mm. know, t- tonight, for example, we've got something on, we're going for dinner, right? And that was booked, mm. I don't know, six weeks ago, me and my my vigilant diary, you know, and we have that in there. So although I haven't yeah. spoken to him for like six weeks, like I'm like, now I know we're going to get back on track. And, you know, but then again, it, that that is not necessarily easy for everyone either. Like that is probably a privilege when you've got young children to be able to duck off and have a dinner for two hours with your husband outside of the home, you know? So I it's, see yeah, how it happens. What, yeah, whatever you can do to just find some uninterrupted time, even if that's 10 minutes, right? Yeah. Like. Yeah of just how are you like let's just like eyeball each other and kind of just check in yeah and yeah you can go one better than that and get completely away from your kids for a walk or yeah a beautiful dinner or a show or something well yeah it's time and money well spent 
Oh, 100%. I mean, even a few episodes ago, you were talking about, you know, your time away in Perth, for example, like, yeah. and that was such a reset. Like, oh. that's what you've got to kind of do as 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 yeah. best you can. We've just started looking at what, what are we going to do for the next little one. Yeah. We definitely won't be going to WA this time. There are lots of <laughs> local options, so we'll focus yeah. local, but yeah. just to get a night or two away from the kids to just... Yeah, feel like our old selves, yeah, our new version of our old selves yeah. um, would be, yeah, would be really nice. Yeah, it's so important. Um, another question that we had was, what is one thing that your parents did in their relationship that you would like to mirror? Uh, you and I have spoken about this before, so I might be taking yours yeah. and I know that you create this in your family and you've kind of just hinted at it. Yeah. Um. My dad would give my mum a kiss, leaving the house and returning to the house every single day, um, regardless of whether they had had a big fight or things are not good. It was just a way of showing love to Nick and I and commitment and respect. And mum was often cooking dinner and it was just a nice way of, you know, dad kind of saying thank you. Like I really feel that I came from a very loving family household environment just from the smallest, that small sack, which I was kind of like, no, oh, gross, like yeah. mum, dad, like, you know, just a peck on the cheek. Yeah. But I think that was really important to show a respectful relationship. Did I steal yours? Were you going to say something no, like that? No, so I've got another one. So, yeah, okay. no, that is a good one though. And um, you've heard about that a lot from just, you know, in the relationship world, I get like it is the smallest gestures. It's the hand yeah. on the back. It's yeah. the you know these little things that not only yeah. you feel satisfied then in your relationship, but also the kids are picking up on that and they're mm. seeing what affection actually looks mm. like, which I think is mm. just so beautiful. Um, yeah. One thing for us, which I used to despise, but now I'm like shit. That was good. Every Sunday we would go for a family lunch, yeah. and that was even when I was like twenty three and still like or like you know probably not 23 I'm sort of thinking of the years 18, but like, 19. yeah uni days right and I'm hungover AF from oh, like I just oh. basically got at home at 7 a.m I'm barely peeling my eyes open and yeah. then at like 12 o'clock on the dot everyone had to be at the front door off yeah. we go for a lunch and we always did that and like my sisters would always be you know I remember when they were younger like colouring in at the table and I'd be there like just trying to stay awake and like, you know, mum and dad there, you know, and we'd just go to our usual, like yeah. there was kind of five yeah. restaurants on rotation and mum was really insistent on that and I mm. look at that now and I'm like, I really mm. love that. I think just having mm. moments where the family are together, I mean, even yes. down to dinners, we would always yeah. have dinners as a family. Like were you the same? The same. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's certainly something I think purely because the boys are so little and yeah. we're getting home so late that that is failing miserably in our household yeah. at this point. But I imagine that when they're older and that's certainly Mark, Mark and I discuss that pre-kids is something that would be important to us when we both have big jobs that we would find a way home for dinner at 6.30 yes. um, to have that family dinner with our children. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, that level of connection and, you know, being able to communicate with each other about all of our days so the kids yeah. get an insight into mum and dad's world and mum yes. and dad get more of an insight into the kids' world even if they're just grunting at us when they're 14, 15. <laughs> yeah, right. But it's so important. Uh, yeah, connection. Connection, communication. Yeah, we talk about it so much on the on on the pod and it's so real. Just yeah, creating those ways. 
I, I like I love that. And um, even like I had someone mention to me, you know, they'll say to their kids, okay, well, what's one thing that didn't go well today and what's one thing that yeah. did be grateful yeah. for? Like, you know, and yeah. really sort of bringing them into the conversation and everyone sort of being able to mm-hmm. do that. At the moment, our dinners look like, you know, if we are sitting together, the, the TV is bloody on, like the kids yeah. are watching Peppa Pig, like, you know, it's just mm-hmm. chaos. Someone doesn't want to eat their you know, everyone ends up on the like, floor or in the bin, usually yeah, probably like, in the bin because they haven't eaten anything. Like, and I'm frustrated. And you're ratty because yeah. you've just like spent half an hour preparing a meal that they, yes. I don't like it. Yes. You haven't even tasted it, mate. Like, give it a whirl. I'll give you a sticker. Oh, it's so, and then, oh, I want to colour in while I'm dr- uh, eating and then, oh, I don't want, and I want what's on your plate and it's just like a mess. So how I envisioned these. That is the ultimate be. secret though. Put vegetables, put good stuff on yep. mum's plate or dad's yep. plate. That's the way you get your kid to eat yes. because they'll eat what's on your plate, not on theirs. A hundred percent. Every day of the week. Yeah. So no, our lovely dinners with like, how did your day go, darling? Are not yeah, happening yeah. at all right yeah, now. Yeah, good. Something okay, I feel to look better. forward to in the future, I believe. Yes. Yes. I hope so. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. <gasps> I love that. Well, yeah, I mean, that's I think that sort of rounds out for today. I just I thought it was really cool just to kind of get a bit of insight into like what else is it? experiencing in the relationship front and good reminder to us as well and to those Mm. listening about maybe thinking about I don't know things that we can shift even just the smallest thing i.e give the peck on on the cheek and leave and you come if that's not something you're already doing you know these small adjustments can really make a big difference I think Mm -hmm. yeah agree hope you all got something out of that yeah, and we are going to take a couple of weeks break and then we're going to be back raring to go for season six. My goodness, we are. So you want me back? Okay. Oh, I'm rehired. Woohoo. <laughs> we are, yes, absolutely. My Can't wait for my coaching time. sessions. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, so excited to see what's to come. But yeah, for those who have listened to us for, I don't know, 80 plus episodes, amazing. Thank you so much for all of your support. And for those of you who haven't listened, um, to all our episodes, feel free to go back. Um, and we'll be putting, likely putting some of our most listened to episodes, um, airing them during the break as well. So you can listen to them then as well. Awesome. All right, Liv, we'll take care. We'll be back next season. See you soon. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, leave us a review and share it with your friends. Want to contribute to the conversation? Hit us up on Instagram at Parenthood Pod and join our Facebook group. Until next time. Thanks for listening. The Parenthood Podcast would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we produce on, the land of the Wurundjeri people. We pay respect to their elders, past, present and emerging.